sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Happy Easter. Today, tonight, depending on when you're listening to this exactly, uh, Christians are celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But what do we know about the resurrection? What do the gospel accounts tell us about the resurrection? And what does the resurrection matter to our life? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we talk about the resurrection, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email and the address is case I mean ignition at sfcatholic.org again ignition at sfcatholic.org I'm joined in studio by Renee Kranz uh, and some other people behind the scenes including I, a new a face new, yes. but we won't put his face on camera he'll yet. end that, up that, somewhere we'll somewhere. hear his voice at some point at some point but. I have to say I'm very impressed you talked slow, more slowly today than usual. Really? I could understand every single word you said. Excuse me? It was, it was As awesome. opposed to. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm tired, so I'm just oh, a little bit slower. You slow down when slow you're tired? Down. I, I did, wouldn't think I, it'd be I the other way around. I caffeined up this morning, but now it's starting yes, to. Yes, it's afternoon. So. It. Yeah, it's right. Can't take too much caffeine. This is just water. You got oh, okay. ice. Got I was big. like, it's what? Just, it's are just you ice sure? water. Uh, hi, Renee. Hi. How are you? I'm great. So this is one of those awkward things. We're recording this a little bit early, of course, mm-hmm. um, but people are hearing it, uh, well, either Holy Saturday night or uh, already Easter, in Easter, Monday. Easter Monday. Monday. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're watching online, excited to catch ignition, maybe a little bit early, <laughs> but so happy Easter. Can, can we? Or Yes. Sure. Definitely not so, Easter for us quite yet. It's not yet, Easter for but, us quite yet, but it is for our listeners. Yes. And it's all about the listeners, Renee, right, on right. Ignition. You're right. So um, you and I last year, I, I checked the archives and we <laughs> talked about the resurrection last. Uh, we did? Okay. We did. We talked about the resurrection last year. Talked Sounds about like a good topic. Two years ago, I had Bishop DeGrood on. Oh. We talked about the resurrection. Much better. <laughs> much better. <laughs> much better last year, did you say? What? No, no. Much oh. better for oh. to have Bishop DeGrood on. Uh, and so this is, of course, not... Well, I'm, for several years, this has been a, a topic for the show that airs right around Easter, mm-hmm. as it will be uh, this time. But what we're going to do today, though, is I wanted to dive into Luke's account of the resurrection a little bit. Uh, so we're going to do that in a minute. But we've 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 talked about different aspects of the resurrection before mm-hmm. um, in past episodes uh, on on the topic. But to dive into actually the gospel, one of the gospel accounts uh, is something new. So you know, new life. Comes with the resurrection, so we're gonna do something <laughs> do something new, new this year. Uh, but but for folks who want to maybe dive into sort of the apologetics, how do we know? Uh, we're gonna do a little bit on what does it matter. Um, but you know, those are usually kind of my standard questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you can listen to check the archives, last, uh, archives of ignition. Uh, some books though that I do want to recommend uh, back about mm, over five years ago. Now I did uh, a couple of I think a couple episodes. Um, at least one with my friend Carl Olson. Uh, name, you are fancy. Name drop. Name drop. <laughs> you um, got a good laugh on a bill with that one. <laughs> at least Casey didn't laugh at me. Yet. Right. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, Carl is the editor of Catholic World Report. Uh, he's an adult convert. I've had him on the show many times. Editor of, uh, that already author of many books. One of them, Did Jesus Really Rise from the Dead? Ooh. 
questions and answers about the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Really good book. Um, Dr. Brant Petrie. Um, I love him. Love yeah, those books. Me too. The Case for Jesus. I haven't read that one. So this is this, the biblical and historical evidence for Christ. So this is about Jesus in general. Okay. Um, the biblical historical evidence for Jesus, but he does have a chapter in the resurrection. Sure. Highly recommend that. And then <clears throat> for those of you who have a lot of spare time on your hands, <laughs> uh, if you're not, if you're listening, not watching. Well, spare time or you're very, very interested y- in this. Yes. Which should be all of us, frankly. Which should be of so N.T. Wright, who is an Anglican, he's not Catholic, he's an Anglican okay. biblical scholar, um, but uh, favor when it comes to scripture. I mean, he doesn't get everything right. Uh, uh, he's not Catholic, but he gets a lot right. Okay. There's a lot we can learn. Bishop Barron refers to N.T. Wright a lot. A lot of Catholic scholars have found uh, N.T. Wright to be an excellent scripture scholar. So if you're maybe new to scripture scholarship, not quite sure if you want to venture into the views. Uh, of those who aren't Catholic, maybe maybe not yet. But mm-hmm. if, if you are, and even apart from that, what he does in this book, The Resurrection of the Son of God, he goes into a lot of the historical evidence oh, yeah. um, about how resurrection was a brand new idea in many ways. Okay. Uh, you and I last, well, yeah, never mind. People can, you should go back and listen to our episode last, last year. Yes. Really good. I should too. That's a big fat book, way bigger <laughs> than myself. the other two books combined. Um, if you want to. <laughs> Dig into the theology, the apologetics of the resurrection. But I thought we could uh, look at Luke's account. And Luke's account, because this is the account that folks, if they go to the Easter vigil, will have heard. Or maybe if it's also yeah. read on Easter Sunday morning, because we're in in our three-year Sunday sure. readings. Year C, year C, which is Luke's account. So I know that you may, Renee, I don't know if you're familiar with the Bible yourself, but I'm, I see that you- <laughs> This is the first time I've seen it. Booked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you bookmarked the uh, the, the page to make sure you find it. Cause, yes. You know, it's not- Well, on... this, this Bible is not mine because right. the one that was in my office was a terrible translation. So Dr. Bergwald- lent me one and it has no tabs on it. So you can't like, you have to, my mother would be so disappointed in you. Like you have to have tabs on your Bible. Not if you, what's happening. (laughs) Well, I don't want to say anything bad now because then, because then your, your mom is going to be like Dr. Bergwald. (laughs) So I can't really zing you here without collateral damage against your mom. So we'll just let it go. So we're just going to let it go. (laughs) So in, in Luke's gospel and, and folks who went to the Easter vigil or maybe heard Luke's account on Sunday morning, it's from chapter 24 verses one through 12. But I do want to just set the stage again by, by backing up slightly. So at the end of Luke 23, we read about Jesus's death and then his burial, right? So we're going to back up to the end of of chapter 23. And you and I have different translations. So um, we'll kind of take turns. We're not going to read both accounts all the time, Um, but I'm going to read mine. So I'm reading from the Revised Standard Version, Second Catholic Edition, and I believe yours is the New American Bible. I don't know if it's the Revised Edition or not. That's usually the one um, I use. uh, Right, right, right. So It's the... USCCB approved. Uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, continue. So, um, okay. So uh, we are going to look at verse 53 and following. So they went, Joseph Arimathea had gone to Pilate, asked for the body of Jesus to be taken down. This man went to Pilate, asked for the body of Jesus. Then he took it down and wrapped it in a linen shroud and laid him in a rock hewn tomb where no one had yet ever been laid. It was the day of preparation, and the Sabbath was beginning. 
The women who had come with him from Galilee followed and saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and ointments. On the Sabbath, they rested according to the commandment. But on the first day of the week at early dawn, they went to the tomb and taking the spices which they had prepared. So I did something on purpose there. I, I went beyond. I went mm-hmm. into uh, chapter 24, verse 1 for uh, a specific reason. Um, we don't always, I asked you this. Renee, did Luke write chapter numbers no. and verse numbers? No. no. Right. So you know that. But the way that we just because our because those have been for good reasons um inserted later were mm-hmm. inserted later in history and they're standardized now. Um and and most editions of the Bible published these days have the little headings, as I'm sure right. yours the one that you're using and mm-hmm. the one that I'm using does, the burial of Jesus and then the resurrection of Jesus. We we unintentionally get for lack of a better word, we give that power over reading our of, right. of, the, of our reading of the Bible mm-hmm. in ways that sometimes it's sometimes good just to read it through uh, without. So sometimes it can be worth reading or not paying attention to the chapter headings, uh, chapter numbers, verse numbers, chapter headings, just to get a sense. So what I did there in just going right into the beginning of mm-hmm. beginning of chapter 24 was just to make clear something that's not always obvious. When did Jesus die, Renee? Um, on Saturday. On Friday, sorry. <laughs> I'm now going to be fired. <laughs> Paging Bishop DeGruy. <laughs> Uh, Friday. And when did he rise again? Focus. Sun- focus. Sunday morning or, or late Saturday. Sometime Col- after midnight on, su- on yes, whatever. After, some, after sundown on Saturday. Okay. Yes. yes. So yeah. <laughs> uh, why didn't they go to the tomb on Saturday? Because that was the Sabbath for them. Ah, yes. so? You don't, you don't do, well, you don't do any work, first of all. Yep. So you aren't, and you don't even do anything with the deceased. Yes. You, yes. For especially. Wait, so if we had the, I need, ding, 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 where ding, is ding, the dinger? The, the, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So what we read there, the women uh, who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed uh, Joseph, saw the tomb, how his body was laid. Then they returned back to Jerusalem and prepared spices and ointments. On the Sabbath, they rested according to the commandment. But on the first day of the week at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices, which they prepared. So the spices, what, what, if anything, Renee, do we know about the spices? Ooh, um, well, I'm going to guess that there was some myrrh. Why do you, myrrh? Why would I remember possibly... it doesn't seem like very long ago we were talking about <laughs> Christmas right? and the it three wasn't. wise men and the Magi. Right. So and, earlier in it, actually Matthew's gospel, mm-hmm. not Luke's, but Matthew's gospel read about the, the visit of the Magi to um, the child Jesus mm-hmm. Uh, and, and of course they bring, um, the gifts of gold, frankincense and, and myrrh. myrrh. So myrrh was a spice that was used for a variety of purposes, but one of them was for, uh, the, for the bodies of the deceased mm-hmm. as part of the, the, the burial rituals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these, um, women, they prepared the spices and ointments we read on Friday mm-hmm. before sundown on Friday. Um, and then they go back on Sunday morning. One other little detail. Um, where was Jesus put? In a tomb. In a tomb. And what do we know about the tomb? Uh, it was hewn out of rock. Yep. And what else do we know? No. It was someone else's. 
And? Um, no one had been laid in it yet. Yes. <laughs> because they did not just necessarily put only one person in a tomb. Yeah. Correct. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. So, so that's, so nobody had laid it. So, um, some spiritual writers make the beautiful connection there between the beginning and the end of Jesus's earthly existence. You're nodding. Right. Yes. Yes. What? What's the connection? <laughs> this is, well, so he was born in a manger, which was actually more of a cave. No, the beginning of his earth. Oh, it's the beginning existence. of his earthly. Well, that's when he was born, right? Is that when he first began to exist? No, he said his earthly existence. Well, yeah, yes. Sorry, Jesus' earthly existence was not in Bethlehem. Did not begin in Bethlehem. Oh, um, you're I'm okay. Completely lost. Nazareth. You're talking about the womb. Yes. Okay. The virginal womb, vir- the virginal tomb. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay. Yep. So, so just as Mary's, never heard that before. Yeah, n- neither had I. Be- to be honest, before <laughs> Are you preparing making for it up? The- no, Father <laughs> Anthony Gimbroni, OP, okay, a biblical scholar, just makes that beautiful connection between when you look at Luke's account mm-hmm. of the burial of Jesus, yeah. and how it beautifully parallels, um, th- not Luke's the, the reality that Luke's tell Luke tells us about it. So Luke specifies it. So you see a beautiful parallel. It's 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 a quote unquote again virginal tomb. It's never been used before, right? Uh, just as Mary's womb was virginal as well. Um, so just as Jesus was incarnate in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary, so is he laid in the virginal tomb, if you will, hmm. outside of Nazareth. So just kind of, a, again, cool. those parallels that are... Do the other Gospels uh, also point out that it was no one had been there before? Yep. Um, okay. I'm not sure if they all do, but it's not okay. Luke alone okay. that does. So... Um, we read so that that's just the setting the stage. They they're preparing the ointment, but they take Saturday off, so Friday night mm-hmm. till Saturday at night evening sundown or but, something. But they, they but they wait until Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and then the first day of the week at early dawn. Um, so it's still probably kind of you know early dawn, so mm-hmm. probably still kind of dark out. They went to the tomb, taking these spices which they prepared, and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But what, when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. Okay, so first of all, anything notable, noticeably different in your translation out of curiosity? That mm. went through verse four. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely phrased, it's all phrased different. But they nothing, were puzzling over this and yeah, yeah, nothing like that makes me question this is not the bad translation that I had. Before. Right, right. <laughs> so they, they were they were puzzling over this. They were perplexed about this. What, what? Just to be clear here, what what's the big deal? Oh, that there were men there, the men that came to visit them. Nope. Oh no, that that the stone was rolled away and the body was gone. Yeah. So obviously they go to the yeah. tomb. They expect him to be to there. Find the body, uh, and there's no right. body. So the, 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 this is just the. The we sort of reading the story, knowing the story of far in case our whole lives looking back. Well, well, duh, the body's not there, but you put yourself in their mm-hmm. shoes. These women, at least some of them, and we will the, the names we get a little bit later, th- they were at the crucifixion, right. they saw Jesus die mm-hmm. dead, mm-hmm. they saw him laid in the tomb. The and natural, probably the stone pushed in right, front of it. Right. The natural thing for them is to go back a few day, a couple days later, right. and expect to find right. the stone in place. Right. Um, None of them understood yet 
that he was going to rise from the dead. Right, right. So they Even wouldn't though, expect that. And, and we'll get something shortly, which is really interesting to exactly that point. Okay. But yeah, that's so just to be clear, that's why they're puzzled because the the, the expectation, the natural expectation would be body's going to be there. Right, right. right. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk here and about what happens next, but if you're just tuning in, welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, visiting today with Renee Kranz about Luke's account of the resurrection of Jesus as we're still as we're celebrating um, the resur- resurrection of Jesus in Easter. Um, so Luke 24 of, of Luke's, go- sorry, chapter 24 of Luke's gospel, uh, we are just looking at through verse, we just got through verse um, into verse four. One thing I want to look at here, though, while they were perplexed about this or puzzled, uh, puzzling over this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. So, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. Uh, behold, two men. That phrase in the original Greek that Luke wrote in is only found in three places total. One of them is here. Oh, in the entire Bible. Okay. Uh, so the Greek Testament of the Old Trans of the Old Testament from Hebrew, um, all the it's only found in in three places total in the Bible. I can think of one that maybe isn't Please. there, and I'm not. It was it. There's someone who is fleeing a city or is about to, and two men appear to him. Is that one of them? Um, that's the Old Testament, and I don't remember no, who yeah, it was. No, that's not. No, okay. No, <clears throat> they're they're both actually in the God. Uh, well, in the New Testament. Okay. One of them is Louis, earlier Luke's account of the Transfiguration, which we heard oh, earlier sure. in Lent. Mm-hmm. Behold, two men appeared with Jesus, mm-hmm. Moses and Elijah. And then just a little bit later, either is it, um, it's in Luke's account of the Ascension as we find it in Acts, not at the end of his gospel, oh. where two men appear, behold, two men appear, it's angels, as he's uh, ascending, after he ascends into heaven, okay. or right before he ascends into heaven. So do we assume here that these are angels? Um, so that's the thing, right? Yeah. So behold, two men. But yes, the, okay. the, the the belief is that they are. So two men appeared in dazzling apparel. And we go on. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground. So what's going on? Why are they afraid? It's angels, for goodness sake. <laughs> they might be scary. I don't know. Right, so I mean, there's dazzling. The, yeah. There, there's a, we don't know these women were not at the transfiguration. Mm-hmm. They've probably never experienced anything like this before in their right. life. And you have these two brilliant, quote unquote, men, but creatures that appear uh, to you. Um, they're not just showing up wearing some diamonds. No. This is, this is like beyond that. <laughs> this right? is beyond that. You're correct. <laughs> so they bowed their face. They were frightened. They bowed their faces to the ground. And the men said to them, men said to them why do you seek the, de- the living among the dead? He is not here, but has been risen. Or he is not here, but has risen. So why are you looking for Jesus among the dead? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> now, They're this like, is, because again, the last time we saw him, right, he was exactly. dead. <laughs> right, right. So so this is, again, well, the, um, well, excuse me, sir. It's because we saw him. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we saw him buried here. So we kind of thought, I mean. He assumed he was still here. Right. So we go on um, in the next verse, continuing there, the, the, these, these two men, these angels, what they're saying to the women, remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee, that the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. And they remembered his words. And it goes on from there. So that's through verse eight. So 
Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered in the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and the third day rise, and they remembered his words. Mm-hmm. So this is really important. I don't know if we've talked about this before in Ignition, Renee. I, don't, I think you've heard me talk about it, but um, Father Richard Varis, who's a priest for the Archdiocese of New York, mm-hmm. contributes Magnificat, great, got a great little book on Jesus of Israel and looking at, uh, in, a, in a very simple way, the Old Testament roots of Jesus. Oh, okay. uh, Father Varys has a line early on that book that has just stuck with me for years. For the Jewish people, for the Jew, the greatest sin is to forget. Oh. Um, I didn't, pa- I oftentimes, what, what the greatest sin is... How would you fill in the blank? And people will I have all sorts of sins they can think of. But uh, for the very said for the Jewish people, the greatest sin is to forget. Now, to, I mean, obviously, like if I like assault you or like kill you, that's worse than oh shoot, what did I have for dinner? Honey, <laughs> what what's on the menu? So what we're talking about here is forgetting when you when you read, and this is what when I when I read um, Father Varus's point and then I started paying attention or it helped me realize how often in the Bible we're told to remember mm-hmm. especially in the Psalms but how often oh, the yeah. Israelites were told remember things like remember the marvelous works of the Lord mm-hmm. so the Israelites in the Old Testament and us today are, are time and time again when we read the Bible we're reminded by God reminded no pun intended <laughs> to remember what God has done for mm-hmm. us remember who God is remember what he's done for you so in this case, remember how he told you. Um, you know, today in our culture, unfortunately, the idea of, of of waking up or being woke means something very. <laughs> I didn't specific. see us going here. Yeah, but okay. yeah, yeah. No, but we, we, as Christians, we are called to be awake. Right. We're called to be alert. We're called to be mindful of what's going around us. We're called, in a particular, to always remember what God has done for us. Mm -hmm. So in this case, uh, these angels tell the women, remember how he told you, and they remembered his words. Mm -hmm. So this is, I think, to me, what this means, and and this happens, well, it's happened many times to me, I'm guessing as to you as well. So many times I read, uh, uh, there have been times when I read a passage in the Bible that I know I've heard or read Probably many times before, mm-hmm. but it's like I'm hearing it or reading it for the first time. Right? Oh, oh, or even, even, even. Um, like I don't ever remember reading that. I'm sure I have. Mm-hmm. I've studied. I've got a doctorate in theology. I've studied the Bible. Right. <laughs> How did I miss that? Or I know I've heard it before, but I never saw this aspect of it. That's what happened. So Jesus, we know in in Galilee, said. Hey guys, to to the twelve apostles, but also to the disciples, including women mm-hmm, like these mm-hmm. who are following him. Um, the Son of Man, it's me, uh, is going to be uh, go to Jerusalem, be uh, killed, and then rise again. And they, oh, okay, that sounds great. <laughs> no idea what that means, Peter. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, anyway, he says lots of things like that all right. the time. So, and but now mm-hmm. on Easter Sunday. Oh, the dots are connected now. The dots yeah. are connecting. So what do they do? So Maria, I'm going to let you read your translation right after. So they remember his words. Mm-hmm. And and what do they, they, yeah. Or do you want me to read? Just pick up on verse nine. And why don't you just go through verse 12? Okay. Then they returned from the tomb and announced all these things to the 11 and to all the others. 
The women were Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary, the mother of James. The others who accompanied them also told this to the apostles. Actually, stop there. So that's through verse 10. Okay. So they they pay attention to like the sequence as Luke tells it to us. Mm-hmm. They remember his words, and then what? Then they re- returned from the tomb and so, announced the So apostles. if you imagine that, so if you if, if you imagine the scene, they don't... They don't go in. They don't go in. No. They don't say anything else to these two men, angels. Mm-hmm. The angels don't say anything to them. They just go. As soon as the dots are connected, they're compelled to go back to the apostles right. and tell them what they have seen. Now, interestingly here, what, what, they, what they've seen is an empty tomb and then these two men in dazzling white. Right. They haven't seen the risen Jesus. Mm-hmm. They've seen evidence of what we now call the resurrection, right? But they haven't seen. But they've been. Re, they've seen something, and then they've been reminded of what they were taught by Jesus um, over the two, three years before. Mm-hmm. And now the dots have connected, and immediately they are compelled to go and testify, bear witness to, proclaim what they have seen. Mm-hmm. They're going to bear witness. And so we're told, that they go, uh, they told this to the 11 and all the rest, but why not to 12? Well, there wasn't 12 at the moment. Judas. Yes. Yes. And, and then we're told who it is. It was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. Mm-hmm. Um, the significance, just real quick on this, because we're running out of time. Um, the fact that women are the first witnesses of, of the resurrection uh, significant, and you nodded. So what's yeah. the significance? Uh, women were not considered reliable testimony right. at that time. So in, in, in legal so use that, purposes, yeah. courts, yeah. you would never enlist the testimony of a woman because they were unfortunately considered right. unreliable. Right. And we, and they did. <laughs> right. And, and, and so the fact that they Luke used it, yes. did sort of indicate, you wouldn't do that if you were making this up. Right. 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 So we go on. So go ahead and, and then read uh, verse. So the women are reliable witnesses, but, verse 11 and 12. Uh, But their story seemed like nonsense, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, bent down, and saw the burial cloths alone. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. And my translation says, and he went home wondering at what had happened. Mm -hmm. So they're like, what are you girls talking about? That's crazy. That doesn't make (laughs) that. See, that pans out. They didn't, they didn't think the women's testimony was reliable. Exactly. But Peter, Peter, uh, this is my translation. He rose and ran. So somehow he's wondering. And we know that John went as well. We read that in John's account. Um, So he goes to the tomb and sees the cloth by themselves. And he goes home wondering what happened because the women didn't say that either. Right. They didn't say they know what happened. So that's just a little bit about Luke's gospel, uh, mm-hmm. Renee. I thought it would be interesting to look at that. So thanks for yeah. going along the ride with yeah, me. Yeah, sure. No problem. So folks, again, dive in if you want to Luke's gospel, um, but know that Jesus really rose from the dead and have happy and blessed Easter, Easter week and Easter season. And that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us ignition at sfcatholic.org with any thoughts, ideas for future episodes. And until next time, may God bless you.